And what happened was I, I, I buried a lot of things and a lot of us buried it deep down inside that I didn't remember. Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and three-time best-selling author. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the book, The Impact of One Voice. The Impact of One Voice. And if you have your copy of Wanda Handy, I don't have mine right right here. The impact, there you go, the impact of one voice. And with me is one of the authors, there's 30 authors, and uh, Wanda Pearson is one of the authors. So I am going to interview her and her chapter today. So let me give her a proper introduction. Wanda Pearson, who has over 36 years of experience in marketing and sales with IBM, along with her extensive background in social work and women's counseling. Wanda's extensive background in consulting, marketing, and sales inspired her Bergenine, Bergenine? (laughs) (laughs) interest in small business and networking. She recently launched her new business, W.D. Pearson Associates with services in Legal Shield. Wanda's passion for helping others fuels her ministry and serves as a catalyst for her overall success. She is a co-author of Audacity to Shine, now on Amazon. Uh, Wanda is in the process of writing her own book, God's grace through the fire from struggle to triumph. And she is also one of our co-authors for the impact of one voice. So thank you so much, Wanda. And she's also um, seen as a, uh, she is an expert at seeing your hidden potential and intuitively creating an inspired action plan to live your best life. She will help you gain clarity on what you really want in this life, create the mindset needed to manifest your dream life and take the inspired action to attract what you truly want. Yours, your thoughts become your reality. So be mindful of the thoughts you attract, attach, excuse me, the thoughts you attach to and manifest the life of your dream. So welcome, Wanda, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, Arvi. I'm so happy to be with you, Wanda. Now, one of the things I wanted to share with you is that your chapter, Never Say Never, God Has a Plan for You, mm-hmm. one of the most revealing chapters in this book, The Impact of One Voice. And the, your chapter is the chapter I was looking for. Things that happen in your life, things that you reveal, things that might not be so pleasant, but it's those things that impact others the most. Yes. So I want you to share with you. I mean, you didn't play it safe. Some of the authors, including myself, played it safe. You mm-hmm. know, we just kind of talked about some surface stuff, but you got really deep with something that happened in your life. So why don't you share what happened in your life? and what this chapter is all about. 
Yeah, thank you for it. And I wanted to get this out. And, and I tell you, your your book actually really kind of brought it into nutrition to what I actually been dealing with. But growing up uh, with uh, domestic violence, you know, as far as uh, the physical, the verbal, the mental uh, violence, and most people are afraid uh, of their abuser, right? So um, having grown up with that with my stepfather, uh, what he was doing and how he was putting me down along with my mother, I didn't know how to speak out. I didn't know how to do this, but this chapter and actually my other book that I wrote, I, it brought it out. And what happened was I, I, I buried a lot of things and a lot of us buried it deep down inside that I didn't remember. And I remember my stepmother, she said, you never remember anything. Well, this kind of started coming out. Um, and I felt, you know, me being a social worker, and I'm going to tell you, Aubrey, I said, and when I was 10 years old, I said, I want to be a social worker. Had no idea that's what God was going to have me be. And I actually ended up being the social worker, but I right. knew I had to bring it out. Well, let's back up just a little bit for okay. our listeners, because okay. so here you are. I love the story about how your mom, you know, had her own ambitions. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, the first time she has sex, she conceives you. Yes. Right. So yes. right there, I mean, that's kind of probably where the abuse started. Now, the mm -hmm. step that she never married your father, though, is that right? She never, they loved each other, but they never married. No, okay, never married. So then um, so your mom's dreams were shattered. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, she yes. was about eight months pregnant when she graduated high school. And her dreams were shattered. And yes. were, she found somebody that was an, an abusive person mm -hmm. and uh, abused both of you until the time you were 10. So yes. all the way, what, through your young life, yes, mentally, physically, all of that abuse. And mm -hmm. the beauty of this is because you're not alone. And you say that in your book. There is how many, what is the statistic you use? You said uh, 10 million. Yeah. 10, 10 million people are abused. Mm -hmm. And 25% of women mm -hmm. are abused. So this chapter is really, really powerful for especially young girls that yes. find themselves in that situation. You do not have to settle. You do not have to settle for an abuse uh, individual. And and the, and your stepfather was an alcoholic, right? Yes. And that yes. typically goes right along with the abuse. And yes. the bummer is, is that they do that kind of act and then they don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they drink again and then on and on and on. Mm-hmm. In this, what message do you want young girls to take away? What are you screaming at them to know from this chapter? And you you said it, you said it. But yeah, yeah. Share it with our audience. Yeah, I, I want them to know that you don't have to take this. You don't have to uh, be you know be there to take that abuse because it affects you, your your childhood, affects your your adulthood. You know, it affects you when you get married, right? So you don't have to take this. I mean, you, you really have to speak out and let someone know what's going on. Um, and a lot of times people are afraid because they got to go back home to this, right? Uh, or who they tell. So I want them to know that they have to really basically love themselves because people will put you down, love yourself and know that God has that plan for you, that he wants you to be able to be that child of God, to know that this is not what he planned for to be, you know, to happen to you. So right. my, my thing is, and even when I do mentoring, um, do not let anybody steal your joy. 
I remember telling my mother that mom don't let nobody steal your joy because that joy as you're growing up, uh, you remember that as your abuser. But what saved me, Arby, was that I, not saved me, but I forgot a lot of things. So as I started reading, I mean, writing these books, um, it started coming out and I started crying. I had to stop for a minute, you know, mm -hmm. um, and looking at that and I have two daughters and I have four granddaughters. Uh, I know that I want them to be strong, independent women, which I raised them to be. And these these girls out here today, I want them to know that there is no nobody is your your. Uh, well, fear takes over a lot of things. Right. So fear to be able to talk about these things to other people, but let them know that you're not alone. There's people to, that you can talk to. And I'm going to tell you, I just start uh, actually doing counseling myself. My daughter told me, mom, you need to do counseling. I didn't think I needed to do counseling, but just talking to someone. And that's where that social work came into play with people. When you talk it out, Arby, mm -hmm. it helps you it helps. Right? when you talk to someone. So let's go back. So because you wrote this chapter and all mm -hmm. these things started coming up, because, again, as a child, people that are abused tend to suppress it. They don't want to think about it. They don't. But they can't get over it and heal from it. Mm -hmm. Now. You said something. So now you're you're you know, you, it's come out and even you are seeking counseling. Yes. No, you know, it's been years later. But one thing I wanted to mention is this. You said a moment ago, and I think our listeners, young, young people, anybody that's been abused or touched or anything. Mm -hmm. They're you know, you you were afraid to say anything because you thought what? You told me earlier, you thought what would happen? Well, I thought I'd be, you know, as far as abuse again, as far as abuse from my stepfather. Um, you thought, no, that's not what you told me. You told me that your dad or your grandmother would have. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. I mean, so here you are, a little girl. Yes. And some way in your mind, you thought it was better to take the abuse on. Yes. Then to yes. have him killed because of you. I mean, that's absolutely greater guilt. There's lots of people, I'm sure young girls out there. Now, what would you say to them, Wanda, if they were feeling that way, that they couldn't say anything, that they had to suppress because yeah. they're afraid that they would be responsible for somebody getting beat up or, or death? What would you now say to them? I would say find somebody that you can trust, that you can talk to you know, that you can uh, make sure that they have your best, best interest at heart. Um, but talking about it and letting somebody know, because yeah, I did say my father but did not know this was going on because he would have killed him. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother the same way, but, you know, but find somebody that you know that can help you. You know, uh, a lot of times we don't know who we can trust because we don't know if that person is friends with your stepfather or whoever's abusing you. Uh, sometimes it's your mother and sometimes they don't, they're, they're afraid, right? So having somebody you can trust to talk to, um, to be able to get it out, because I held it for so long, because yeah. I didn't want that to happen as far as, you know, um, you know, something bad to happen to my father who, who raised me. And I thank God I, I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for my father, and my stepmother. Uh, and my mother, my mother was a good, good, good woman because she gave me up to have that better life. Right. So let's talk about that. So now 10, 10 years old, mm -hmm. you were living with this man and this abuse and this alcoholic till you were 10. And finally, your mom got to her senses and said you would be mm -hmm. better off. And she saved you. Yes, she, she did. 
God saved you. Your dad yeah. saved you. Yeah. Um, I mean, by the, you know, love of God, you were, you were saved and pulled out of that environment, but 10 years of it is, is, does make its mark. Yeah. Yeah. It, right. it, it really did. It really right. did. So a lot of this now along the way, you talk about, you know, finding God, you talk about, but you know, you've got lots of scriptures in here. Yes. And what, what number one scripture would you think that you hung on to? As a young girl going through this, um, you know, what scripture helped you the most? Well, Jeremiah 29, 11. Okay. God has plans for you, right? He has plans for you to prosper. He, he, and he, he keeps harm away from you. So that scripture, and when I was a little girl, I didn't really know about the Bible or anything, but I know God had me. And when I wrote the, these books, these scriptures just come, it came to me. God gave me these scriptures to actually add into, into, um, into this, uh, into my chapter. So that helped me to be able to hang on because that was my, what is it? Um, verification that I know that I was able to, but, but my number one scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11, that God has plans for you, plans to prosper, plans for you to, to progress. So having that scripture in there, knowing that you are God's child. You're not nobody's child to be abused, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but having that, and I know I have a lot of a uh, lot of scriptures in here as well. So it's just that's one of them that actually just kept hanging on to me as far as that, um, you know, what I was going through. Right. So and and one of the other things that you said, and I think this is powerful and really profound, and that is that you forgave. Your stepfather. It wasn't easy. You said it wasn't easy, but you did forgive him. So tell us a little bit about the power of forgiveness and and what it did for you. Yeah, it actually when you forgive, first of of all, we don't know why we got to forgive, but you got to forgive yourself. Okay, you forgive yourself. Well, when I forgave, my blessings start uh, coming to me. Uh, And it it, it was it was hard. I'm going to tell you when I moved to I moved from New Jersey to Georgia, uh, I had a Bible study class. Mm-hmm. And that class was total forgiveness. I really thought th- this man died when I was a sophomore in college. You know, and this is like 50 years later or 40 okay, so years later. Your, your stepdad did die. It- yes, he died when I was a sophomore in college. Um, but before that, uh, I used to go visit my mom and I ran into him. And he said, oh, this is my daughter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you are not my father. Got it. No, nope. I, I love you, Wanda. Nobody loves anybody the way you abused us. So yeah. that was harsh. That was harsh. And that that gave me the the, the willpower to say, I don't have to fear this man anymore. You That's know? Right. So yeah, I, I kept going on. But can I just uh, one more scripture yeah. I want to tell you? Yeah. It's actually Isaiah 40, 31. And that's those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's the scripture that actually speaks to a lot of um, a lot of us as far as that strength that we need, you know, that, uh, to, to carry on, to go on. Right. So after so after, you know, you grew up, you went to college, you did become that social worker. Yes. And then you went to work for IBM. So tell us a little bit about that journey and then what you are doing now today, Wanda. Yeah, that was that was amazing. So when I went into um to being a social worker at Job Corps, um, I I said, if I can get through one or two of these girls, and they were adults, young adults, 
then that would make me happy. So when I went to counseling, because that's what my, my mission was here, um, I did get the two girls, the, the toughest ones, which is a proud, well, I was very proud of. But then I said, okay, then I ended up getting into corporate. And I had no idea I was going to be in corporate for 36 years. So having that journey through corporate and being able to uh, move where IBM moved me from New Jersey to, uh, to Georgia nice. and traveling to Rio de Janeiro three times for training. I did different stuff. I was Ooh. a team leader. Yeah, that, it, was, it was a blessing. I, I really got a lot out of IBM as far as my training, my corporate, mm-hmm. you know, and how I actually created my WD Pearson Associates as well as with our legal shield business. Uh, when I left IBM, uh, I had to learn how to network. So B and I taught me how to network. When I networked, I got out with my legal shield business, but then I said COVID happened. I said, I need to do something else. So wow. I created my WD Pearson Associates, which is really uh, an LLC which is really working with other entrepreneurs to collaboration because collaboration is the key to success, right? So mm-hmm. I started doing collaborations and started doing webinars like what we're doing here with some of my uh, guests that I meet uh, mm-hmm. because it's all about education. It's not just about our business, but how can we educate our, uh, our, our clients and how can we refer each other? How can we connect? So mm-hmm. having doing that and then my journey was when I was doing this, I got a call from a uh, young lady and she said, why did God told me to call you? And I said, OK, what did God say? Well, that's <laughs> when I, <laughs> I was like, OK, I'm, I'm listening to God. What do you say? Well, he wants you to be part of this book, which is Audacity to Shine. God. And that title itself was something that and that's why I, I use it a lot, because as we go through these journeys in our life, we all have the audacity to shine. So I said, you know, I love that title that you have here. And then Arby called me. Arby said, you know, <laughs> she said, you want to be part of my book? I said, I don't know. And then she told me and she reassured me. So that's how I became part of your team of the Impact of One Voice. So I've been through a journey, but blessings, I tell it you, is, blessings. It is. And you know what? Uh, I'm in four or five different collaborated books. I am a big fan because guess what? Other people, it is about collaboration, which you said, but other people yeah. have networks that you're not going to reach unless yeah. you're with them. Unless you're following them. And guess what? You're going to build your own network, your own community, and you're going to do your own book now where Mm -hmm. I did several of those before I ever wrote my own because, and it took me nine years to finish my own. But you know what? Uh, With a chapter, I can do it really fast. Uh, Yeah. Got the deadlines already done. It's a no brainer. So it's really, really a a great. um, Yeah for anybody. And then again, to be a best-selling author and have somebody else do the work is just really, um, just, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yes. And today we need to wrap it up, Wanda, but I do want to leave people with this notion too, and that you went through that journey and so many times, and this is why it's important. People that are abused, they do what? They go and meet somebody else you know, that abuse yes. them in their life and they re, you know, and the cycle continues. But you didn't. You worked on yourself. You worked on your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, you you trusted God and boom, what happened? Yeah. And actually, I, I got married. I said I would never get married. That's why this title, Never Say Never, God has a plan for you. Yeah. I got married and me and my husband will be married 41 years, August 29th. 41 so, years. So you're in a beautiful relationship. Yes. Yes. And, you know, full of joy. And so this chapter is all about hope, 
I mean, it's all about no matter what your situation is, never say never, but yeah, never, never say never. You can get out of the situation. You can change your life. You can, um, you know, just trust, trust God. God does have a plan. And even if you find yourself in a situation, pray to God. And there's always a lesson and some learning in that. So tell us, Wanda, that is just my take. I love your chapter. Um, So what is it that you want people to just walk away from that chapter? I mean, we talked about what you wanted to do, but what do you want now them to walk away and remember? Of course, you want them to buy the book so that they will read that full chapter. Yes. Again, what is that final impact that you want to make that they now can be able to do that they couldn't do? Before. Well, and thank you for that. And you, you said it in a nutshell with that, but the self-esteem, we lose our self-esteem, right? We lose our self-esteem. We lose our confidence. When we lose that, we don't think that we're good enough. So I want them to know that you are good enough and that your self-esteem, you have to build up. You have to love yourself because you should not take anything, any abuse from anyone. Uh, that that takes you down because that what happens is, is it follows the flow. Like my mother, she ended up getting with another man to be there, you know, so oh, she was an yeah. abusive. So I, I was, you know, and that, that really made me stronger. So you need to be, ask God for strength, that strength to be who he meant for you to be because you are God's child and your self-esteem and confidence do not let anybody take away your self-esteem and confidence and make sure that renew your joy, your joy in life, because you have joy in your life and God meant for you to be something. And we all are something that we actually, who, who we supposed to be. So, and my, my last verse is that, and I always say this, we all have the audacity to shine because we can shine through any situation, but you just have to be strong enough to be able to shine through that situation to get there. Beautiful. Now you, do you have a free giveaway for our listeners today, Wanda? Yes, I have a free account with my my business because I, I do business, but not only that, but even counseling. Um, I have a, a free for a consultation that I would like to give away. And also my other book, Audacity to Shine, as well as a copy of my book, Impact the One Voice, with uh, my my picture on it. <laughs> so. All righty. Great. So are you giving those two books away or are you asking them to go grab them? Where Where do they get them? Well, they have to contact me um, and let I'm me know. Of you. Yeah, if they're uh, if they're interested, but yeah, but de- definitely contact me, and I think you have my contact information, uh, so we can talk. Let's have that consultation okay, and let's see. So this is a podcast, so verbally give your contact information. Verbally, you can contact me at uh, Wanda Pearson. No, no space. W a n d a p e a r s o n at att.net, or call me at six seven eight seven six one. 5781 or text me at that number. And uh, what I would do is I send you my calendar, calendar Andrade, so you can actually connect with me and talk with me. And I will send you my website as well. So we can have a free consultation. And if you didn't get that, you uh, Wanda is on Facebook. So you can reach out on Facebook and LinkedIn and contact her there. It's Pearson with a, it's like pear and son. So Wanda, pear son. All right, right. Harrison, that's how you spell it. All right, Juan, it's been so wonderful spending this time with you. And again, your your chapter is one chapter that actually went deep. And I'm so glad that it went so deep for you that you are seeking the help 
and the and the just just to be even better than yeah. you already are. So um, you know Thank what you. a blessing that that book had an impact on you. Yes, yes. Thank you, and it's helped me to go on to my next my full book, my full story. Yeah. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Beautiful. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show today. Again, we are talking about the impact of one voice, your voice, your story, and your message matters. And all of you have a message to share that only you can share to people that can only hear it from you. And we saw that today with Wanda Pearson's uh, message. So I encourage you to grab the book, The Impact of One Voice. It is on Amazon. It's on. Um, it's also on uh, Barnes and Noble. It is all over the internet. It is the hottest book out right yeah. now. I am going to do a volume two. So if you want your story featured in the book, please contact me, R.V. Robinson. I'm all over. Just Google me. <laughs> That's A-R-V-E-E Robinson. All right. So again, thank you, Wanda. Thank, thank you, you to our listeners. And remember, your message matters. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you, R.V. You're welcome. <laughs>